Slavoga, brother and sister. My name is Saeed, and I grew up in Slavic community, God saved in uh, Slavic church. And March 2nd, 2010, and it shocked the person, his name is Lyosha, um, how God worked in my life. I was just between me and God uh, that day. And so March 2nd, 2010, I gave my life to Jesus. And there's been just a lot of uh, journeys and um, good and bad and hardship, but God has always been faithful. So I do, um, I'm primarily committed to missionary work um, and do a lot of uh, evangelism work just to kind of keep the youth in fire for the Lord. Um, I love preaching. It's my calling and to share the word of God in any possible way I can. And so today um, I want to ask you a very, very deep question. And it is the most important question of your life. And so I hope that today, um, I come all the way from up north. It's maybe about 134 miles, and it's an honor for me to be here. Um, I do want you to take um, God's love and his grace and his mercy in your life extremely serious. And I strongly believe that this is the work of God and the care and the desire that he has for each one of you. So there's a reason why I'm here uh, to share the word of living God with you guys. And so let's go to Psalm 10315. It says, As for a man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it's gone, and its place remembers it no more. And the main uh, text we're going to be focusing on is James chapter 4, verse 14 and forward. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. So you have to ask yourself a question today that what am I doing here and what is the purpose of my life. God, what plans do you have? Why do I even exist? And so in 13, it says that today we will. And 14 says, what is your life? And 15, it says, in, instead, if, if God wills. And in a way, you need to start thinking about maybe I need to start thinking about my salvation because that is God's will for my life that I get saved. And then ask yourself that, are you even concerned about God's will for your life? Maybe it's just like an act for you. Maybe it's just some, some kind of chore for you that you just do. And 16, it says like, do not boast in your arrogance. And delaying, in 17, you can see in the reflection of that, that delaying God's will is also a sin in your life. And so... So the simplest way that you have to see this is that, what do I have to do to go to hell? Nothing. Just keep on ignoring. Just keep on delaying. That's what it takes. So this is the most important question for your life, and it's, it's a very challenging. It, it says that, what is your life? It doesn't say, what is our life? It's not something that we can just gather all together and just, just say something that we can just say as a team. It is, it is a personal conviction. It is a personal question that you have to ask yourself that what is my life? That why do I even exist? It could just be that you're here, you're saying that maybe 
I got this life on my own. You know, I am talented and I am gifted. I have achieved this and, you know, I'm a strong-willed person. I got the grip of money and I have power. I am in this status and I'm that status. Like, I have self-confidence and I'm an independent person. I am in control of everything and that is just like a lot of human beings, just even growing up in the Christian society, and maybe even once you were saved, but you were slowly just like backsliding. And this is where you get to just challenge, and, and then in a reflection of Word of God, that what is my life, and why do I even exist, and what does it matter? So it could be that you say, well, you know, I have backslidden. I am just numb. I have lost my love for God. I believe that I am just too far gone. I am just so buried alive and chained with lust. And I have been in the sexual sin of whatever kind of me before so many, so much time. And I just can't let go of my drinking and my lying and deceit and how I manipulate my parents and how I do drugs and, and how I live a worldly life. And I have double face and double life that I just come to church and then just sort of like come before God and then just keep going back to the same rubbish life that I keep on doing. And when I pray, it's as if like I talk to wall. But today, through the blood of Jesus, that there's hope and redemption and life for you and life abundantly. But you have to ask yourself this question that who am I, what am I doing, and how am I walking in obedience and faithfulness to God? In Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, it says that I have been crucified with Christ. And so today you have to ask yourself this question that am I crucified with Christ? Or am I still in bondage to this world and to the sin and the things and the pleasure that this world offers me? Ask yourself that question. Is that what it is going on in your life? So, friends, I've been in ministry for a minute and um, God has given me the opportunity and privilege to see some things and some things that's just extremely horrific when I go to Mexico, deal with people that have been in cartel and have murdered so many people. I have had people that were just so extremely embarrassed to what they have done and the things, whether there is hope for you. I have had... Uh, girls that have messaged me and came in person and said, hey, you know, I have, I have done three abortions. And this was like my, actually my first trip when I went. And in so many circumstances, in so many situations, people have just came and revealed their dark secrets of their life. And, and you know, one thing that I have seen is that there is hope and there's redemption and there's forgiveness for each every one of you it doesn't matter and you don't compare yourself to this one person or to the another person what matters is that as long as you're breathing there's hope and redemption and healing and restoration for each every single one of you maybe there was some obstacle in your life maybe some things that came in your life where you just gave up maybe some some people from the church heard you that happens all the time the devil is always active and always looking for weak point always looking at strength and always weaknesses to just see how he can like destroy destroy your life and as just amazing how the brothers share about Nehemiah I'm also in Nehemiah and one thing that I'm seeing is that even when you try to pursue God's will even if you try to be obedient to him you try to draw closer to him but there's just a resistance but only through the blood of Jesus only through the power of cross of Jesus Christ that there's hope for you, you will have a breakthrough only because God's word says so 
in, in, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 18, it says that they, their hearts were darkened. And so, you know, friends, you, you no longer have to live in this darkness and then just be, be just in agreement to that and just think that maybe there will be hope for me someday. Maybe I'll just get it together. You know, I'm just going to show up and try to fake it. Maybe I'll just try to, you know, do things to just appear like I'm a Christian. Or maybe it's because, like, my parents are just always nagging at me and I have to please them. I have to keep them happy. You know, I want you also to know that Christianity is not about trying to be good and trying to do good and trying to be in the choir you know so I grew up in like uh, Christian society and also in the Slavic community and there's a lot of like doing this and doing that and doing this and you just one day you have to ask yourself that when I am in my room by myself do I feel empty and as the brother mentioned, there's nothing wrong with living your life in the way that God has orchestrated things in your life. But if that's all you have, if that's all your identity, friends, you're, you're setting up yourself for failure. Christ Jesus, if, if once you realize that that's all you need in your life, then you no longer desire anything. You no longer want anything. Everything is just a plus in your life. And so when you have Christ in you, when you're filled with him, see, this is not just about being like some radical or extremist or like some people say, man, Paul's life is just so hard and so difficult and he's just like a radical person. No. In Revelation, it says that I will spit you out if you're lukewarm. It's, it's either that, that you follow Christ that you, or that you don't. You can't just be in between. God wants all of you. Every single thing that you have in your life. And also ask yourself this question that have I fully surrendered and given my life to Jesus? You have to belong to him 100%. And each and every single day, you have to pick up your cross and deny yourself and follow after him. And it doesn't matter what, what circumstance of life you're in, whether you work 9 to 5, whether you have family, whether your calling is in, in the church. But the most important question is that you have to ask yourself that, Christ, do I 100% belong to you or do I not? What is your life? And in Matthew chapter 25, in, in the parable, there were five women and the other five women, five says that were foolish. And they didn't take this, this task very serious. And eventually, what happened? The door was shut. Lord, Lord says, I do not know you. When is the right time for your life to give your life to Jesus? When is, the, when is the right time to be fully committed to God? Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. For he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. In the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of of salvation friends can I have you please uh, rise up and we're gonna read the Word of God and we're gonna conclude and I have one last thing to you in Revelations chapter 3 verse 20 Jesus is saying behold I stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. 
So today, as Jesus is knocking in your heart, and we pray together for you, and take this day and the rest of your day is extremely serious for the Lord. As God is knocking in your heart, what is he telling you? With whatever it is, I want you, I'm begging you, I'm pleading with you that you reconcile with God because you do not know what your tomorrow, what your next hour is going to look like. I have had so many of my Slavic friends, I get these messages that, you know, guy fell from his bike or guy, guy got hit, it just struck him, this car hit him and just death after death after death and just young guys and it just hurts me. We go to Mexico and we hear of this girl that was doing good for a minute and then he, they, she overdosed. I just go sit in the corner and I just weep and I'm just like, why does it have to be like that? So with whatever and wherever your heart is, I'm asking you to seriously consider this, that do you give your life to Jesus? And so as we pray, I welcome you to come forward and be prayed for. Brother will pray for you, will lift you up. Whether it's that you've been backsliding, whether it's that you feel like there's this just chain in your life, whether you just feel like you're just struggling with like anxiety and depression where you've been severely hurt, whether it's that you just feel like you're just like gone too far, whether you've just been playing hypocrite and just church and you truly want to taste the grace and mercy of God. As, I, as you know that I didn't grow up in, a, in the Christian society, but when God touched me, it was this experience that I didn't want anything else. It wasn't just this like I'm trying to struggling to be a Christian. It was just like life after life after life where I want to pursue his. So you have to ask yourself that do you have the desire? And if you don't, and if you're hungry and thirsty, come on, be prayed for. We would love to pray for you and support you. This is not just about you coming here. This is about just the serious task that we have to do to get it right with God, that we have to just be in right relationship with God. I mean, let's pray.